This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Vale Patrick Smith, an absolute magnificent journo who never made it about himself. He always gave the audience what they wanted. Exceptional in his field. Another man who is exceptional in his field and can discuss Patrick Smith better than I. Michelangelo Rucci has done it for longer than anyone, uh, of course, part of the SENSA team and has paid tribute to Patrick Smith today. Uh, Rooch, thanks for your time. Good afternoon. Will there ever be another? Uh, we need one. We need actually more than one. We need several of them because um, we're at an interesting stage with print journalism. We all know that the, the days of news print are pretty well going to the digital format, but you still need people who can actually use words in a way in which changes things for the better. The one thing about Patrick Smith was the deep thought and the conviction of his writing just made so many other people in very powerful positions in sport have to rethink how they were going to use their power and what conviction they went about their work. I can remember several moments where there were AFL commissioners who would sort of leave meetings going, well, what's Patrick Smith going to think about that? And virtually... (laughs) come to the point whereby they knew their decisions had to stand the Patrick Smith test because his words, and, and look, they were they were never wasted. He, he could use a word where many others would struggle to understand even what that word really meant to just change sport for the better. And his, his work to deal with racism in Australian sport was very, very powerful. We should always be grateful for the fact that he took on that challenge and that campaign to make things better for all of us. He made up a, a lot of characters, uh, characters uh, to express his his uh, views. He uh, certainly made up uh, stories about AFL House, but always with a message, and uh, that's the point you're making. There was always a matter of the crea- creativity or the uh, acerbic humour. There was always a strong message. Yes, he created a parallel universe, which was very true to the universe he was speaking to, and everyone got the message. Usually you know, very pointed at times. And I always wondered what Patrick would have written of him himself if he had to write about his tales in grade cricket in Melbourne because he was a fierce competitor as a as a bowler now. Yeah, and suspended he, half a dozen times as well. So yeah. he lost the plot uh, plenty of times, obviously, from all reports. But he never did. Yeah, but he never did with his writing. His plot was very, very clear mm. on that and certainly made sure that people who... We, to this day, should hold to account. We're making sure they stayed to their right plot as well. So we're going to miss him, not only just as a writer, but just the character he was in every sporting environment. I mean, certainly the people in racing are going to miss him because he was a strong campaigner there as well. Mm. What's it like, Rooch, when you when you do go after powerful people? Because those relationships are important for, for journalists and you, you certainly don't want to lose that. So to take them on at risk of them shutting you out or, or losing that, what's that feeling like? And clearly for Patrick, he was, I guess, that influential that those people couldn't afford to lose the relationship with him. Yeah, it's an interesting point, because I'm actually reading at the moment about how the New York Times has been transformed over the last four decades at a time when that was the newspaper that you know presidents would read to find out what decisions they should be making from the White House. But there's a key point from 
at times you've got to play the subject, not play the individual. So, uh, of course, there are going to be times when you're going to be extremely critical of individuals in sport. But as long as you play the topic rather than the man, the classic case of what you do in footy, you play the ball, not the man, you, you should be able to, every time, be able to look that person in the eye and say, well, I told it as it was. You might not have liked it, but that's the way it is. And it's them for them to reflect on what they've done, not what you've written or said of them. So it's, it's an important balancing act to understand that, yes, the pen is powerful, our voices are powerful, but you have to use them in the end to achieve a goal that is better for everyone. I think Patrick knew how to do that extremely well. There's some stuff there that he would have written to people that they would have felt awkward reading it. But they were only awkward, not because of what he was saying of them, but rather of their actions or what they were intending to mm. do. There's, there's mm. nothing wrong with that at all. That's We've all have that responsibility to be sort of guardians at, at the post at the moment to make sure the right decisions are made in sport. And then not only just in sport, it's just in our society as well, because sport plays an enormous part in that. Roach, lovely, lovely words, and you can read more. You can follow uh, Roach on his social media. Uh, he went uh, and did a deep dive on uh, Patrick Smith today. L- let's move on to, to Gather Round because the fixture was announced in Adelaide. Five games at the Adelaide Oval this time, isn't it, Roach? And uh, Adelaide will open up against Melbourne and then Port Adelaide uh, on the Friday night against uh, Essendon. How did you think it landed? Second time round is always interesting. There's a couple of elements here. It's just when I first looked at it, I thought, ooh. There's some matchups here which I would change dramatically. Um, I felt if you needed a strong opening act, it had to be Adelaide Collingwood, the way in which those two teams have performed mm. this year to have two classic matches, have the Premier be on the opening, to have Adelaide as the, hope, you know, the opening venue as well. Um, I just thought that was a miss to have Adelaide against Melbourne. It just deserved Adelaide Collingwood. And then there's some other you know, mismatches as well through it now. Uh, North Melbourne, Brisbane for the second time. That doesn't seem right. West Coast, Sydney probably should have been North Melbourne, West Coast, and then you could put Sydney against Brisbane. There, there were all sorts of, you know, Richmond, Collingwood is what some people are saying. I would have preferred Richmond, Carlton, but then you say you take that game away from Melbourne. So there was always a challenge for the AFL. But the one that really strikes me, regardless of what you say in the fixture, is a gather-round's got to leave a legacy. Now, it's got a long run in Adelaide, at least three years. It has to have, by the time the circus show moves on to another city, and there will be another state that will bid for it, and that's the way it should go. We can't have gather-round leave Adelaide without having left a legacy. Now, nothing's going to be left at Adelaide Oval because that's always going to be an AFL venue. We move on. But the Premier... Peter Malinowski's wish for games to be at the Barossa still hasn't been met. Uh, the challenge is to him and the AFL to work to find a venue in our magnificent Barossa Valley that then not only lands an AFL game in Gather Round, but serves that district for yep. football and other sports as well. So that's I'm waiting to see the legacy. And the legacy can't just be about lifting hotel occupancy rates in Adelaide or the promotional value of Adelaide as a tourism venue. Something's got to come out of it for footy. Now... We looked at Gather Round when it was first brought up about what it could do in the northern states, and the time will come for that. We, we're already going to see it next year with what we're hearing is called Zero Round when the NRL goes off to Vegas. But I, I just want to see a legacy be left in South Australia that says, this is what Gather Round bought into this city. And there will be a lot of Sandford clubs who are now sitting there going, great for Norwood and Norwood Oval, mm. but mm. they want to have a part of that pie as well. I know North Adelaide was very, very strong in its pitch and they're still hopeful that they can get there next year. Uh, your old stamping ground there at Glenelg Oval 
Kane has the ability to deliver, you know, the issues of Jetty Road with the restaurants and the entertainment factor there and the beach as well. So there's things you can build in promotional-wise there other than just Norwood. It just needs to have a bigger legacy than it's showing at the moment. What's the best game in your mind in Gather Round? Well, I think that the two South Australian clubs have done pretty well to get Thursday night and Friday night for yeah. their exposure. Um, strangely enough, um, yeah, that Port Essendon one does have something in it because of all the work they've done through the trade period to just mm. change up some mm. of the things that they've got. The one, of course, Adelaide opening up is always interesting because we're just wondering what Adelaide is for yep. next year. Yep. Now, I, I admire the way that they burnt you know, the foundations down to the ground when they did their rebuild to say, we're going to do this, we'll do this properly. They're at that critical point now where we've seen they've changed their game to not just be about defence, but also be very attacking minded. Next year's when we're going to get all the questions we've been holding off for two years answered, or we become more pointed in how we ask those questions. So everything about Adelaide in the first six weeks of next season is, is just tantalisingly interesting because we want to see how they handle it. Now, how do they come out of the trade period? Well, we didn't see them make great games. So how do they get better a year on when we haven't seen them be very active in that space? I don't mind them saying, well, if there wasn't anything there, we're not going to just trade for trade's sake. But what what handle do we have on Adelaide at this point? So they're mm. going to be... Their game against Melbourne, we're always fascinated about Melbourne because of the issues that they have. But Port Essendon's a really interesting one for me. There's a yeah. couple of people text through concerned that uh, their price for their accommodation has gone up 300 bucks. Mm. I assume that's I'm not per night. What about their airfares? Yeah, what about the airfares? Their airfares. Well, 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 most people will be driving over, I suspect, if given the airfares. Well, yeah, and that's why the second time round is going to be fascinating to see what impact it has in drawing people to Adelaide the second time round. Mm. That's that's the real test of gather round, or whether then, you know, you then look at it and they say, Maybe it was wiser to just keep moving around year by year and just bring it back every four or five years. It'll be interesting how that one plays. Well, I understand the longer it is in Adelaide, the more chance there is to invest in infrastructure that stays. Yeah. But I'm still asking the question, well, what have we seen in that space? We're not getting it in the Barossa. The Mount Barker one, where we've already seen the club that plays at the Mount, Gamb- at Mount Barker ground disappear from that venue. Um, and what else has happened around Adelaide suburban venues? So... The AFL and the South Australian government still got that challenge to answer what the legacy aspect is of Gather Round. Who'll finish Good higher on. on the ladder, Roach? Port Adelaide or Adelaide? And I know it's not prediction well, be, season, but this is an early one. Yeah. I I would think Port is still hanging on into the eight and Adelaide a challenge to get in the eight still. Wait and see how that plays out. Roach, we'll catch up soon. Merry Christmas, guys. <laughs>